Here's the kind of store that carries flesh and blood, a store that respects their customers. All right, I'm ready. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to May the Zoo be with you. We don't have the May the Zoo be with you thing up, but that's all right. A flesh it's and there. blood it's podcast. Nothing's changed. I would like to welcome you all to my podcast, and I have a special guest tonight, Louis DeGeorge, the the proprietor of Kitchen Table TCG. Louis, tell the people a little bit about your something about yourself, other than just being on my podcast. Uh, this is this is great. Welcome. Uh, well, about me, I just put my daughter to bed. It's a, this is a rushed podcast tonight. Yeah, yeah. This is we, past my bedtime. You guys are organized. When very few people get to see George. Look, man, have you ever organized toys with a two-year-old? No. It's not super fun, but I just tried to do it. So that's what I'm coming off of right now. That's good. I'm glad you're in the and right who mindset. who are you, George? You got you to introduce yourself, too, when you introduce Oh, they podcast. all know who I am. This is George. I run a I run a podcast named May the Zuby with you. I have guests every couple weeks. It's, it's a really good podcast. People should listen to it. Thank you for turning in. We're missing one of our guests this week. Yeah. R.I.P. Mitch, Mitch is not with us. If you're listening, Mitch is not. With, Mitch, Mitch would have interjected right there, but Mitch is not here to interject. Yeah. It's just you and I. I wonder how this dynamic's going to go. Who, who will bring up COVID? <laughs> who's that gonna, is my who, question. Who's going to be nice to me? That's the real question. No, 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 <laughs> no. You need to look inward, my friend. Look inward. Look at your comment section. That's all right. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so we're we're chatting this week. Uh, Mitch couldn't make it. This is not typical. We were. It's been a busy week with all the spoiler stuff, and we are so, we have a podcast, so we're doing it because the people yeah. want it. The people want it, and people without want Mitch, it. it's not as good. But the people still want us. You understand? With less Mitch, there's more George, right? I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm team made the zoo be with you. I just want the podcast to go. Out. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. We this was not yeah. the week to skip. This was definitely yeah. not the week to skip. So. So, what are we talking about today? So we got three topics. We got Runeblade and the, I want you to know you're no longer the saltiest person in flesh and blood, Louie. And that makes me really sad <laughs> that like you, you've, you had your crown for a couple weeks and it's gone already and I'm not ready for it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about Vegas. I'm assuming you're going to air this before Vegas. Is that right? This is going to go out on Friday morning. Every week, May the Zuby with you goes out. Should we really? launch so it? Gonna, we're we talk about like, Thursday like, when it happened in Vegas after, like, in the middle of Vegas. I'll tell you what. Time. Let's put it out on Thursday so people can listen to it on their travels to Vegas. Love it. Love this it. This is my channel. It might be your podcast, but it's what? my channel. I can do whatever I want. Eh, eh, I don't eh, have a boss. Eh. Then there, I think, like, this, I think we're going to talk about Vegas. Then I think we're going to talk about the Sam Black tweet storm. About oh, I thought that's what you were talking about with the saltiest person. No, no. I'm talking about the room chant and room blades and everybody is super sad because before, people before designed games better than James White. Before we started recording, George said room blade. That's what it is, right? What it is. What it is. is then it, of course, yeah, you have the favorite part of the podcast, the MetaZoo Minute. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Uh, Mike, you, man? Mike you is the MVP of the week. I'm sorry, y'all. You'll find out why the MetaZoo Minute. You doing good? I feel like all the time on the podcast, we just start and we don't even like chat about life. Like We talk every day, you and I. I know, but you know, the people need to I'm know. I'm doing just too. as good now as I was six hours ago. <laughs> Nothing has changed. I am slightly older and tired. Perfect. Perfect. How, how have your six hours been? My six hours have been extreme. I've been tracking down a two-year-old every day at 8.30. This is right now. It's 8.20. At 8.30, I just like sit and take a deep breath and be like, I made it. Like I made it through another day with a toddler. 
It's and great. now you get to do it with the podcast. Yeah, it's great. Dreams do come true. This is awesome. I, I'm I'm one less beer in my hand though. That's that's the only negative. But ain't nobody stopping fine. you. Yeah, I didn't have time to. I was rushing. Um. Yeah. All right. Let's hop in. Let's talk about. It. Let's talk about Runeblade because I've known about Runeblade now for three weeks. So uh, no hint for George. That's all I'll tell you, boss. No. <laughs> Listen, no. listen. Uh, I had oh, to say that we were, you know, I had a name. I didn't know you do that. Yeah, man. I've known about Runeblade. I've known about all the heroes. We, we've been. Uh, you'll, you'll know. Uh, you'll know tomorrow why. I've known for a while. It's been hard. What? It's been hard to keep it all secret, man. You talk every day. I can't help but notice there was no like, "Hey, George." That's why. Have you noticed that every time you're like, "Hey, what do you think about the set?" I've just been like, "I mean, it seems like everyone's excited." I mean, it seems like the hype's starting to pick up, and I haven't actually... Betrayal. You you already hear first, folks. The betrayal has been on for weeks. Yeah. How long have you known? Uh, so, yeah, I reached out, and yeah, I've known for three weeks. Uh, there were some things that I'm working on that you'll know about tomorrow, so we've been scripting three some stuff. Three weeks? I thought you were saying, like, three days. No, no, no. I, I mean, I got my spoiler card, too, a couple, like, a week ago. So, um, anyway, it, and we knew, you know, Lexi for a while, and um anyway bull all right uh, yeah so let me get so let me start off with something i think we both agree on yes that'd be great james white is a better designer than anybody that we interact with on discord 100 percent, million percent james white is better at designing a balanced game arguably than anybody in the world but certainly better than anybody we interact with not named james white yes and the people on Discord and Facebook, it, it, it's like the comment section. It's like the same thing. Poor LSS. Like, I hope they they don't actually interact in Wall Street and all these places. Wait. They I should be they interact with Wall Street. Podcast. That's it, though. Continue. Huh? They should interact with Wall Street, but that's it. Wall yeah. Street, Mondo 1K. Go they ahead. They should interact. I just hope they don't take everything to yeah, heart. You shouldn't, listen, you, know, like, they, you shouldn't pay attention to us, but you should listen to us. We, we, we can't argue that much because we're pretty critical too. And I think the, the key, and I, I got to remember this in the comment section, like the key to interacting with critical people is to understand their heart. And like, I think the heart of the people who are complaining, I know I have dogs running around, the heart of the people that are complaining are like, they fear that they've gone too far with Runeblade with three sets and in like, a row. And I, I understand their heart with that. I think it's just important to remember that like, there's no gameplay decision that they have ever made that have, has broken the game. So something I've tried very hard to do when I critique LSS, which I think we can both say I've done quite a bit of, is I don't try to critique things without an obvious solution or an easy solution. Yeah. I'm not just like, oh, this impossible to solve problem can't be solved. Why have you ruined my day? Yeah, that's fair. And it's also like I've looked at like, you know, listen, like I think we can both agree to this. The fab market right now is less healthy than fab the game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I can I can if not, I can tell you about my my heart of Fiandels and how great that feels. Yeah. Um we can agree with that, and we can agree that there's some people who don't care about the game and are more cared about the 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 financial impact yeah. of it. Um I'm not sure how many there are, but like I'm sure there's some. Um Yeah. So I mean like you know I, I've never critiqued the game in a meaningful way, and I don't think that will start this set, frankly. Like, there's no, you know, I, I remember like when they, when, you know, after you got curb stomped in that ultimate pit fight and somebody else got to spoil Lexi, <laughs> and immediately people were like, oh, this card is broken. I'm like, how do you know this? Yeah. Like, this is the first card in the set. 
Like, they have spoiled one card. Yeah. We don't know what half the dang words mean, and we know it's broken? Right. You must be really good at flesh and blood. Well, and they did the same thing with Prism. When Prism yeah. came out, they're yeah. like, oh my gosh, Prism's going to be so powerful. And, like, I think it's important. Like, I think, why are we not focusing on, I guess, to be fair, some people kind of focused on it. You know, the negative, the, the loudest voice in the room is always the negative one, which yeah. is unfortunate. That's why but, I'm here. But Oldham, Oldham got spoiled, and, like, some people understood that, like, Oldham is going to balance out chain a little bit. It's harder to interact with. It's harder for chain to do chain things when Oldham can counter it super easily. So here is my opinion on tails for gameplay. I will sleep perfectly fine tonight. Yeah. Because I of your trust in James White. I have, I trust James White on this. This yeah. is something that I think James White is not good at. He's amazing at, he's arguably the best at. Yep. I, you know, I think, you know, again, I've been critical of a lot of what else has done. I've never criticized the game. Yeah. I haven't. I've never criticized the game. I've never criticized the balance. Like, what he has pulled off with the game is amazing. It's and amazing. Before, We've before, never seen anything like it. Before the comment section leads a comment that I want to say, which is like, well, George, have you ever played the game? And you need to play the game in order to know its balance. You no. interact with enough people that, like, I know you. You interact with so many people that play the game and you listen. Like as much as you chat and as much as as loud as a human as you are, you listen because you care because of yeah. investments and because of all the other things. So I mean, like, listen, uh, I have sold. I did the math just for James White. Actually, <laughs> I have sold fourteen hundred boxes wow. of unlimited in my fifteen hundred square foot store since May. Wow, one box since per square foot. May. You can't sell another hundred boxes. I probably will buy. It. I mean, I just got yeah. more in. One box per um, square foot. You know, uh, and I'll be honest, like it's like seven hundred of the like six hundred of those were Monarch Unlimited. Woo, woo. Not that's not impressive. not fast movers. Um, that's impressive. Like you know, I, I the you know my store, um, is passionate about Flesh and Blood. I have a I have a great store manager who lives and breathes the game. Yeah. That's I've important. always said, like, you know, if Steve, if Steve, if, I guess he's like, hey, Steve, if Steve were to quit tomorrow, like, the number one question would be, like, can you learn flesh and blood? And, like, you need to learn it today because you're, you're going to start this job. Like, this is a flesh and blood store. Right. I have more people for flesh and blood draft than magic draft every week. Wow. Every week. Um, You know, if there's a problem in the game, believe me. I will hear about it. I'm also like, listen, like you know, I'm, I'm friends with a bunch of store owners and probably friends, friends with 30 to 40 store owners. Um, if there's a real problem, I hear about it. Yeah. You know, I might yeah. be the only one brave enough to say anything like the distributor problem, but like I hear about the problems from these other stores. But George, come on. Those people are not on discord. Those people are not discord people and discord people know everything. They know everything. I mean, that guy on Facebook who made that post, he knows. Did you see my, I, did you actually, I told you about it earlier today. Did you see my post where I took a picture yeah. of the lore book and <laughs> it's yeah, all the I different like things. And I said, look, I fixed the lore book for LSS and changed them all. <laughs> I didn't tell you what I put in the comments. I said, this is what I'll, I'll feel. But in reality, like they know it's balanced. And so here is was noxious posted. Hey, they should just make a rune blade. Um, talent so that all the classes can be <laughs> yes not just gets it not just gets it <laughs> like i so like, like that stuff like as much as we're uh, so i know what the heart of this conversation is is like 
the gameplay's balance. As much as we believe the gameplay's balance, it is kind of fun to be like to make jokes about it because it is. Funny. I got no problem with those making jokes. It is funny no. that like three sets in a row we've gotten room played. <laughs> I mean, like, so I here is my biggest takeaway from Tales, and like the reason I will sleep tonight. And Louie and I have talked about this a lot. Yeah. My number one fear for this game by a mile, there was not a number two, was that they were going to turn this into a weird CCG living card game. Right. Where it's a li- draftable living card game with packs. Yeah. And that's how you kill a game. Yeah. It is now basically as official as you can make it that this is not anything close to a living card game. Yeah. This is a CCG. We have our, We have everything ready. We have heroes. We're ready to roll. You were you were worried about that when they announced Prism, right? When they announced Illusionist, and we thought, are they going to just keep adding new classes every time? Was that so? What it was? My, like my fear was that Monarch is basically a standalone set. Yeah. It doesn't interact well with the other sets. You don't need a lot of cards from the previous sets for a Monarch hero, and you don't need Monarch cards from most of the other heroes. Yeah. So if that continued where basically you don't need a bunch of cards from wraith arcane monarch crew for tails that was going to scare me yeah i think there's some truth to that though i mean i think there is some truth where you don't necessarily need other than the generic ones now the difference is you can utilize the guardian cards you can utilize the yeah it's not you were worried about it being obsolete I think Scandalous. the other the other caveat to that, the other side of that, and I, this was a conversation that was actually on Team Covenant today. We have not talked about this, but on Team Covenant today, they were talking about how, as a new player, it's kind of nice that everything is inner in honed and in, in, it's in the same box because you could buy a box of Monarch Unlimited, you buy two boxes of Monarch Unlimited, and essentially be able to make any deck that you need for Monarch. Right. I think there's a balance there. I think I agree. I think the set has the balance. Like I think I this, see why seems... they're saying this is the best draftable set. Oh yeah, because there's basically like, listen, my six, drafts. There's basically six different arc. It's awesome. Yeah. I love. There's a video on the channel where it's uh, when when what happened, but um, I think it was the art spoiler came out, and I got on with Team Kitchen Fable, a couple of guys, and they all they all said we think we're getting well, sets. Tyler. Compete sports greatest player. Continue. <laughs> they all said we think we're getting a set where you can pick different archetypes within like different talents. They thought they thought basically you'd be able to take the talent and break it into two. So they were pretty close, pretty impressive. Um, and I, I think draft. I'm stoked to draft. Well, it'll be tomorrow I mean, like, when this goes out. Listen, uh, like my sword drafts. That's all we do. Yeah. Like you know they will they will they will play CC if they have to. They will they will play sealed if they must. They want to draft. Yeah. And like cool. this is a draft set. We're hyped. That's I'm excited. Super- I have like I mean like you know it's funny like you know my fears for the game are so different than so many other players so many other people like I guess I never worry about the gameplay yeah. I don't worry about it I, I wasn't worried about it before spoilers I'm not worried about it after spoilers yeah like until James White really messes up I'm just gonna trust him yeah and there there seems to be enough um, evidence that they think very very far ahead of the game one of the things he said in an interview I oh, mean I would love to interview him. One of the things he said in an interview was um, that never do it. I know that the generics um, that they basically made the generics so that they could insert them in any set, uh, and so to to accomplish the draft environment and also to fix problems. So the idea that there's a generic, and I'm noticing this with like um, nourishing emptiness as a card. I know you don't know what I'm talking about. 
I do. I, I do. In Monarch, I know everything about Monarch. I, Believe I, me. I'm noticing Believe that like me. some of the generics spell out the next set. Like we're starting to see some things that are really interactive with Nourishing Emptiness and Exude Confidence, and that was in the previous set. So the the generics are starting to kind of key into what could be in the next set and almost fix issues of the next set. So like what I what I think they do is I really think that they already have the entirety of the next set kind of planned out. And then they kind of see what the meta is doing and they shift it around. Um, they, they can insert like a generic card to fix an issue. And like, that's massive. Like that, uh, yeah. to think that far ahead in order to fix and solve problems that might come up in meta is awesome. When the biggest critique of gameplay we can muster is that CNC is necessary in a lot of decks and is very expensive, the game is doing very well. Keep in mind, like the last, I think like four sets in a row, Magic has had to ban a card before the set released yeah. or within a week of release. Yeah, they've banned like and more sometimes cards, is more the cards best the card year. in the set. Yeah, they've banned like more cards in the last year than the entirety of Magic: The Gathering. <laughs> I mean, like, so like when you're comparing, like, you know, people are like, you know, why don't you trust Magic? I'm like, they haven't earned it. They have, well, like Magic has not earned my trust with at, gameplay. At this like, point, it's not. Like, at, at this point, I'm more and more convinced they don't care about being a game, and they, they don't care about IP, the game. Uh, they want to be an IP, and that's fine. This is why this is perfect for LSS and the entirety of the TCG world because, like, they are proving that they care about being a game before they care about anything else. Yeah, I mean, like, I, like listen, like I, Magic has not earned my trust when it comes to gameplay at all, no. at all. I mean, like, nope. like Omnath killed it. When they killed Omnath, they killed my trust. <laughs> um, like James White has never let us wrong with gameplay. Yeah, ever. Like I've never had a player come up to be like, "Geez, George, this game is you know this game, it's fine. It's just super unbalanced." A, like a, a perfect example of how wrong the community was was with the token, like the um, what the, the, it was my spoiler. I should know this. The uh, what do they call? Ursher. The allies. I can't remember what they're called. When the allies came out, everyone's like, oh my gosh, these are so overpowered. They're only accessible to one or two classes. They're not going to be able to be whatever. And like, they're good. And like, if you get one out, it's great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if you get an ally out, you're sitting pretty, but like, they're not game breaking. They don't ruin the game. And like, it's balanced. And so I agree with you, man. I, there's, I guess, I mean, there's not much more to talk about here. No, we, people need to relax. Yeah. Like, Tails will be fine. Tails will be great. If you think it's unbalanced, frankly, shut up until you play the game. I don't remember what the second thing we're talking about is, but I want to transition into um, that the game, this set, I'm telling you, man, the, the, my biggest issue with Monarch wasn't balance issues. My, my biggest no. issue with Monarch is that it's it's not the easiest set to learn. Monarch, for me, is confusing. Hold that till we get to Sam Black. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's what we're talking about next. My bad. This is why it's my podcast. This is why second, second thing we're talking about is, is Viva Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. I forgot about now this. you're going to be demonetized. That was just for you. Oh, perfect. Um, I, I yeah, won't make the $3 from our podcast this month. From your podcast. Sorry. Do I'm I have to cut. send you that money? Am I supposed to send you a cut? Yeah. Right? Um, what if know, someday that so matters? You're, you're, what if, you, what do we trade do? all of us by abandoning us in Florida. What do we do now? This are you planning to abandon a thousand views and like people? Are you, are you abandoning them as well in Las Vegas? Are you actually going to hold true this time out of curiosity? I'm going to Vegas. I told my wife I'm going. She's like, if you get COVID, you got to quarantine from your infant child, newborn baby. Tell her, and... That's fine. George will be there for him or her. <laughs> I have not had the child yet. Everyone. If I had a kid yet, I would. I have a two year old. I haven't spent dude. So I'm uh, this. I want this to be public. I. I am very sad to leave my child this week. Like I'm, I'm like really, I don't know, man. 
I'm, I'm like really anxious about it. I have actually not spent a single night away from my child in two years. Um, you want me to drive up to West Virginia so I can stay near? <laughs> make everything's okay? I think we'll be okay. My, my mom's sure? going to town. Um, I'm willing. Thanks for the offer. I appreciate it. I got your back. I'll got your back. That's I, true uh, friendship. That's I, true friendship, you guys. It's weird. Like Of all the things that I'm like, I know I should be nervous. My um, wife just said that's a little bit creepy. Gets everybody. She, 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 could, she was off camera. <laughs> I her, just want to make sure everybody knew. Tell her my wife thought that was a little bit creepy. It's par for the course. I mean, this yeah. is three weeks in a row you've said the, the joke. <laughs> Uh, I'm a little nervous. Like I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, but I'm excited for Vegas. Like I am definitely excited. So, I will certainly miss my child and my wife a lot. It's but... not actually about you. Let me be honest here. So what do you? What are what are our thoughts about what's going to be happening in Vegas? Not how much you're going to miss your child. Look, man, another great TV. Though. I mean, it's. <laughs> uh, what am I excited about in Vegas? I'm excited. I'm excited for the community. I honestly like. I'm interested to see the percentage of people who are there to play in the main event versus yep. what I've heard a lot of is like, and, and this will get into the same, the same, whatever his last name is conversation too. But I think there's going to be a lot of people there who are just there to interact with the community. Uh, I am. Uh, so I'll be surprised if that's true. I'll really? be honest. Yeah. I feel like I've I, heard a lot of people who are, I mean, maybe I'm not saying like a hundred, I'm not saying like 50% of them. I'm saying okay. like, I mean, 10, 20% of them, I think, are oh, going to be okay. there just to experience the flesh and blood interactive scene. I think a lot of us have gotten to go to the LGSs. We just had the road to nationals. That was great with, you know, 20 people, 30 people. But, like, an opportunity to get together in a larger way is something I think a lot of us have been excited for. I Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I think, I think it'll be very interesting. Everybody's asked me... Oh, like, do you think the deals will happen there? I'm like, I'll be very surprised. Like, if there's a lot, there'll be a couple. There'll be a couple that I know are happening of yeah. big six figure, five, six figure deals happening there. There just won't be that many. I've, not heard, what I've heard a couple uh, Lotuses are going to be there. Yes, I that's, can confirm that. Oh, that's interesting. There's, I don't think, think I think they're going home with the people they came with. Maybe a couple of the Unlimited won't. You think... You think that the person who's trading the Lotus won't want to trade it, won't be able to find the fab cards that they're looking for? Yeah, I think the value will be too far off. Interesting, because the people who have the fab cards won't agree on the current value. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, like I've seen, your, I've seen your awful spreadsheet. Your hate, your that's like hate speech to me. Yeah, every we'll tell every you day. Rails to start buying some cards, and then I'll know what's going on in the market. What do you want me to do? You have the, you have all these spoilers the last, you won't tell me about. The you last ruined my day with these market updates. Our friendship's taking a hit these last three weeks. I just didn't know it. <laughs> the, tell your whales to start buying some cards and stop buying crypto. I mean, like, come on. It's all about the crypto punks. Not even crypto anymore. Now they're just buying these these gifts. Now Do you know anybody that owns a crypto pixels. punk other than Kalish? Hmm? Do you know anybody that has a crypto punk other than Kalish? Yeah. Really? I do. I do. I, I kind of that that would have been a fun world. Those things are so. You ready so for the best argument I've heard about NFTs? This is not at all the topic. I know this is great. This is what happens when Mitch is in here. Yeah, you ready for the best argument I've heard? Yeah, this is actually a really good argument. If I showed you a Rembrandt painting, a Rembrandt okay. Rembrandt is a very famous artist, Louis. Sure. Yeah. And um, I remember that from art class when I was good, paying attention. Good. And I said I have an exact replica, a molecule for molecule copy okay and i said they're the same price 
Which one would you pick? The real one? The real one. Yeah. That's an NFT. You can see it's a copy a of it on the one. internet. You can see a copy of it on the internet. But yeah. you will own the real one. That's cool. I thought that was a good argument. I'm you not sure I buy it. I'm not, I don't own any NFTs. That's not true. I apologize. I own NFTs. eight NFTs. <laughs> Dude, when MetaZoo does something with the NFTs, we're going to have to make that up. We're going to have to do a special, hell, a special How the hell I get them? <laughs> I got to remember how the hell to access them. I'll be I'll honest. I'll help you. I remember. Uh, I actually, Andrew will help us. Shout out to Andrew Vanderlees. He'll help us. He's the one that got me to buy. <laughs> Too old. I'll be like, Andrew, can you help me so I can help George? <laughs> That's how it'll go. Mike will help us. Um, Mike, we need your help. Uh, like, no, putting Yoki on the phone. I need some help. I mean, we can have a whole conversation about NFTs. I've tried to bring up NFTs a couple of times on the podcast and you've interrupted me. I think NFTs have a long feature in, in this world, especially in the trading card world. I'll tell you what I want to see. Is, it, is a, I mean, NFTs, uh, like, I don't want to get into it. But <laughs> I don't want to get into it. We, <laughs> never mind. I, 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 don't, I just think there's ways to utilize NFTs in the trading card world that interact with physical cards. And I think that's really cool. And I think that will happen. Um, I, I, I won't have anything to do with it, but I think it will happen. I don't I don't know the technology, but we we've had yeah anyway. Um, so, I mean, like how? Let me let's get let's get into it. How many people do you think are going to Vegas? I don't know. I would expect a thousand people. I, the thing is, like, I don't know how many play in the event. I so I, I, I want to. We should have just talked about the Sam thing because that that's going to impact so my conversation. Want to want to do Sam first? No, no, it's fine. I yeah, no, I do because here's the thing: the whole Sam thing is like the idea that you talk, give them, paint the picture. So first, I want to disclose some things here. I actually very weirdly went to undergrad with Sam Black. You're famous. I well, he is obviously Beloit College's most famous alum. Um, I think it's the same Sam Black. I should have double. I think it is. I looked at the picture. Oh, you talked to me about this for like thirty minutes the other day. So, so I had a few. Like I have not. I have not talked to Sam in twenty years. <laughs> You know, and, and it's not the right guy. I'm gonna it watch. is. It is. I googled it. Shut up. It is like <laughs> so. Like I have, you know, I have not talked to Sam in 16 years, and like I think we had three conversations in college. Yeah. We had mutual friends though. Okay. Uh, so I just don't want to be like, oh, of course he defends Sam. He was his best friend. No, I do not know Sam Black. Yeah. Um, Sam is a very Sam is arguably the most famous magic player. Is, is certainly one of the most famous magic players. And he is somebody who is very well known for his deck tech in Magic the Gathering. Yeah. He is the Louis de George of Magic the Gathering, is how I like to phrase it. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm laughing right now. Never mind. That one. Famous magic players. It's just funny. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. Me neither. <laughs> Sam wrote about flesh and blood. And I want to lay out the arguments. I want to talk about where we agree and disagree with Sam in a minute. Okay. But let me lay out the arguments first. And this was not just about flesh and blood. This is about all these little startup companies, I would argue. Okay. He, he mentioned Fab the most because it's the most popular of the startup companies. Right. So he's his argument was that the game is too complex to gain wide stream ex- wide acceptance. Yep. And he said LSS is basically overly focusing on competitive play 
when casual play is what determines the success of a game. Yep. He then went on to argue a couple of other things I, I, that I, I, I don't really want to get into because I think, I think he's just frankly wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, what he says that it's, you know, he, one of his big criticisms of Flesh and Blood was that it's tough to watch a game because the state of gameplay is not readily accessible by visual. Because it's a game hopped, that's played with your hand. If you hopped in in the middle of the game, you wouldn't be able to understand who's winning or losing. Right. Actually, if you were watching, potentially, you if you didn't fully understand. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think he's like, I think he's, I think, I think he's right about that assessment. I think he's absolutely off his rocker about whether that's a good or bad thing. It, I, I mean, think that's a good thing. I, that has a lot of excitement. So, like, it, you're making a you're making a statement that's like people watch trading card games and then say, "Hey, I want to get into that game." And oh, that's you, a good point too. You, you would you would have to really, really, really sell me on that idea. I think more or less people who are already involved in the game would watch a trading card game. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. I thought his first criticism was fair. Yeah. I'm not saying I agree with it. We'll get into that in a minute. I thought his first criticism was fair. I thought his second criticism, I thought he was just flat out wrong on. Yeah. Um, you know, so let me tell you this story about where I think Sam could be onto something. Okay. I talked, time to an, George. I talked to an LGS in Chicago. Okay. A couple of months ago, maybe six months ago, I don't know. And he said something that at the time I thought was a good thing. After Sam, maybe I was convinced. He said players graduate into flesh and blood. Okay. Because it's a harder game. Okay. And here I think is what Sam's argument is. More people will go to undergrad than graduate school. Sure. If flesh and blood is graduate school of CCGs, there'll be less people. So essentially what he's saying is we need PVE. Nobody is saying that. I'm also, by the way, I'm very glad that somebody called you out that Gate Ruler has PVE. The game is dying, and you did not know that. That made me very happy. I don't know who wrote that, but thank you for calling him out. Okay, back to the real conversation. If I can't derail the conversation, I have a Gate for PVE. Sale. Yeah. Uh, okay, so My Hero Academia. let me, let me, uh, this has been a fear of mine for a while. Um, right. I know, I, I thought of, it's funny, I thought of you and Noxious the second I read his arguments. Yeah. Because you both have been on this train for a while. I don't remember if I said it in a video or publicly when they announced the Road to Nationals. A, the Road to Nationals I know was a casual format event, but it was structured and presented as a higher competitive event. And I remember saying, and when they announced the call-in, I remember saying, is this really the right time? Like, is, I'm excited for it. I'm stoked for it. Can't wait to be a part of it. I love it. But is this really, uh, is it really the right time to transition away from go play at your armor event, go play at your armor event to, hey, let's do a real big tournament. And I don't, I, I don't care. I, don't, I honestly like LSS. I trust them. Do what you want. Do what you want to. I, I know since day one, uh, uh, when I really got into this was um, when skirmer season started and people were complaining about the amount of time that the games were taking and a lot of games were ending in a draw because 
players didn't know how to play. I actually sent LSS an email and was like, hey, what are we doing about this? Because you were running skirmishes and the new players were feeling pressured to play and it wasn't super inviting. It was a whole thing. And we brushed over that. We got through that pretty easily. Now, I think um, when you talk about is flesh and blood an easy to learn game, I think flesh and blood is easy to learn and it's hard to master. I, this is coming from somebody who's not a great flesh and blood player, not a great magic player. You saw that live on stream, by yeah. the way, continue. I, I've never... I. I I, I think critically about card games and board games, but like I am not the top tier of the world. Um, I, and I think Flesh and Blood is easy to learn, but you need somebody to teach you. So, and I, exactly. You need the, somebody to teach you. What you just said yeah. is the difference in magic and Flesh and Blood. Yep. It's pretty easy to look at your hand. Like I can teach my wife how to, sorry, that came across as my wife's not smart. My wife doesn't play card games. She is a PA and she is a doctor. She's one of the smartest human beings that I've ever known in my life. She's sorry. She's not a doctor. Doctors and PAs. They're basically the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) But she does not, she does not think um, the rails get back on them, by the way. Yeah. She does not. She does not think strategically and uh, competitively. So that's not like card games are not her thing. But I was able to teach her how to play Magic the Gathering, and she, she, but she doesn't think three or four turns ahead. And in Flesh and Blood, you need to think three or four turns ahead. In Magic, you play your land, you have one resource, and if you have a card that costs one, you play one. Right? It's pretty. It's a linear game. Flesh and Blood is a circular game. You can do all the things all at once. It's just different. You need to be able to think strategically and gameplay wise. It's harder to learn because it's without somebody teaching you and showing that it doesn't play itself. And that's what, that was Sam's argument. So, and you know this, Louis, I probably have now helped 20 plus stores get into flesh and blood. Yeah. And they always ask me the same thing. Like, you know, why, you know, how, you know, how have you sold so many boxes? I'm like, this is easy. I have somebody who teaches the game to everybody who comes in the door. Yep. It's that simple. Yep. Like, I think, like, I, I think flesh and blood is an objectively, not a subjectively, an objectively better game than Magic: The Gathering. Yep. This is. I don't think this is a matter of opinion. Nope. And so, when somebody comes in the door, and this, and they're new to my store, they're new to South Carolina, Best Carolina. They're new to Charleston. I want them to play a game of Flesh and Blood. I'll give them free packs. I'll give them a free deck. Yep. I will get, but like you are going to play Flesh and Blood if you visit my store. And here's where I think Sam's argument is true. If you don't have somebody welcoming you in yep. and saying, let me show you how to play the game, the learning curve is steep. Yep. Now, I will add that he played with Monarch Blitz decks. And yeah. this goes back to your critique. <laughs> At the Monarch Blitz decks. Yeah. They're, they're not easy. They're too hard. They're yep. too hard. They're too complex. Well, and Monarch as a set was very complex. And they, somebody, you know, the, somebody, another another Discord genius said, we need to bring back the original hero decks. And I wanted to reach through the Discord. I don't know if you can reach through a Discord and grab him by the throat and yell at him. Um, They're like, listen, like those decks are terrible. Yeah. Like the Ira deck is good. Well, and- I don't think that I, I didn't actually play them. They were classic constructed decks. A, 
and that makes it more difficult because the game plays way know. longer. Like, just, like, listen, like, like, I think like they were bad decks. Like I don't know how. It's, like I couldn't at least for my store, Louie. Uh, you know this. I couldn't keep Welcome to Wraith in stock. Like I was going through cases and cases and cases of Welcome to Wraith. I bought two bricks of starter decks. I have a sealed brick still of starter decks because I could not sell them. Yeah. And I think I have six of the other ones still in there too. <laughs> I think I sold two decks. Yeah. Uh, that was worth money, which is weird to me. Um, I, yeah. I mean, I think like, like I, I do th- here's my thing is like David at Unison Games, Homer. Yep. They make better decks. Exactly. It, and the community so, has done that. And, and the community's has, done that. Saint gives out better decks with Don. I do think that it would be cool to have a release, and maybe the, maybe it's just too hard to do this, a release of Blitz decks for all the heroes that are almost always in stock in the LS, uh, LGS. I don't like that. I don't like that. you want the community to do it instead? I do. And I, I, I Shout think out to Joey. Better, I think the community's better at it. I also think, like, frankly, like, I think flesh and blood, you know, I, I was talking to a, a great Wall Streeter, sometimes Null, and we were talking about, because um, he, he felt personally attacked when I said, if you buy out Unlimited, you're a jerk. And by the way, my position has not changed. Yeah, I, I, um, made, a, I made that comment today in my market update, because somebody but, was doing that with Runeblade cards. I was like, oh, cool. Now the people who actually want to learn how to play the game and get the Runeblade cards can't get them, because... And you're going to so, lose money because it's – why would you buy out Crucible Unlimited cards right now? Right. What are you doing? So his argument to me was like if you think all these other cards are just as good, if there's not a card you have to have in Flesh and Blood, then why does it matter if I try to buy out Unlimited? And my argument was like don't make these decks more expensive than they have to be, but your point's yeah. not bad. Like, yeah. I don't, like I don't think what you're doing is good. But I don't think what you're. I don't think that it's. I, I understand your argument. Right. There are like I think if you were to come into my store and say like I want to create a deck, I'd say listen, this is easy. Boxes in my store are eighty bucks. Give me forty bucks. Get half a box of packs. And let's crack them and let's build a deck together. Right. It's easy. Or you have the Joey decks or the Saint decks or the whatever decks, and as yeah. a store, you just have those in the back, and you you I pay mean, like, your you know, store like, store manager you know, to build decks. You got Ira decks. And yeah. Ira decks are great. Yeah, I I don't love the Ira decks um, because they're not full decks. They're great learning tools, but they're not. That's what they're know. there for. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm teaching the game. I'm not. Yeah. You don't need. To, you don't yeah. need to go beat your 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 fable team, whatever the heck your team's called. Shout out to my only player, Tyler. Um, you don't need to go beat out your whole your 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 fable team. You just got to learn the game. Right. So it, going back to the conversation. Going back to the conversation, we got on a tangent there. We need Mitch. Uh. I think that the game is easy to learn if somebody's teaching you, and it's very difficult to master. I think that what we where we were, and we were in a place where there was a lot of people at the LGSs that were ready to teach people how to play and wanting to help the game grow. And this was my issue with Road to Nationals. As soon as Road to Nationals was announced, a large chunk of the players, and we've talked about this, we believe a large chunk of the player base was going to Road to Nationals and training for Road to Nationals so that they could win and go to the callings and win. And that was where the focus shifted for the community. The, 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 the community was no longer focused on how do I get my friends to play Flesh and Blood? It was how do I get better at playing Flesh and Blood? And, and like, both and of those are great. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Both of those are great things. Both of those are great things. But the most important thing is more people playing the game. 
So I also think like it changed the formats in the stores. You know, yeah. my store never did more CC than we did before Road to Nag. Yeah, no, everyone's like, like, like yeah. we did Road, we did CC for like a month, which was great because then they all got locked into their dorms on released on on Road to Nationals Day, so that worked out really well for everybody. <laughs> um, thanks, COVID. Yeah, and uh, ah, yeah, there you go. Shout out to Mitch. And like it, you know, <laughs> it took you know, and like, and this is you know, and like this goes back to my main critique of LSS has been like. If your game growth is entirely dependent, which I think it is, on LGSs investing in your game, you have to give us as much as you give Channel Fireball. Like, that's been my core argument. If you're like, what Sam said, I think is true, which is like, this requires more oomph from your LGS than Magic, right? Listen. Do you mean training the game and teaching the game? Magic is far easier to sell than Flesh and Blood. It yeah, is. Sure. It's far easier. No, it's, it'd be much easier for me to say, like, all right, it's been fun. Uh, who wants to return to Innistrad 20 times this year? Let's roll, baby. Yeah. This time with vampires and, I don't know, uh, what, what they have all these dumb sets coming out. Like The one that's in space gets me. I am like... I am like I am so so over this nonsense. Warhammer, like, Fortnite. <laughs> like I, like, oh, this will be a good tangent. I remember when they announced a Forgotten Realm. All these stores called me said, "I'm going heavy. I'm going heavy. This is going to be bananas." Do you know how big D and D is? D and D is a trillion dollar a year industry. Oh my god, this set. And I was like, "Please don't do this to yourself." Yeah. Please, please, please don't go heavy on this set. This is going to be a brick. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a corset. I got, I got both distributors giving me box calls today. It's on clearance, please, for the love of God, take my boxes. <laughs> um, it's like, I, it's like you guys, this is easy. So I think a special store takes a game like Flesh and Blood, and and uh, maybe yes. I haven't, maybe I haven't I talked about this enough. Continue. I think that a store who wants to utilize like learning new stuff, Flesh and Blood is an easy sell. Um, it it put, depends on your player base. I think the, the question is, what can we do as a community to make it easier for new players? So this is why I do the... Um, the you ready for the clicks, baby? This you ready is, for the clicks? I'm ready. Hold on. This is why I do the Blitz Decks videos. This is why I put... It takes me 30 hours per video to edit the Blitz Deck videos. All 10 people that watch them. <laughs> it takes me... No, we, those are some of my highest viewed videos now. They get shared. I think I have like four or 5,000 views on some of them. More videos than your podcast. Oh, boom roast. Fix it, everybody. Boom. Fix it this week. <laughs> boom roast. Like this because I think there's things that the community can do to help work with LSS to make it more accessible. I disagree that the game is too complex for the normal person to learn. I think it just takes a, a special person to teach it. I think it's um I think it's harder to sell a competitive game than it is a fun casual game. All, All right, right, give me the clicks. Great. Ready for the clicks? Yeah. Here's the kind of store that carries flesh and blood. A store that respects their customers. Ooh. I like I remember getting out al getting alpha and my players going nuts. Mm. And people saying like magic is dead to me. Like you can you can like build the tombstone cuz that's where magic is in my life right now. Right. And like I remember like coming home and like talking about this and being like God, like, do I really want to carry a new game? Like, it's going to take time. It takes effort. It takes money. It takes risk. Like, a lot of games die. And, like, 
I remember like sitting up and being like, I've never seen a reaction like that from any of my customers, let alone that number of customers. Yep. That's the exact reaction I had when I first played. And so it was like, for me, it's just like, if you're, you know, like part of it is like, frankly, I don't need the money, which helps, right? Like I don't, yeah. my, my game store does not pay for my life. Thank the Lord. Um, <laughs> It barely pays for my investments in flesh and blood. Um, it barely, barely so, pays for your game store. Yeah. So, like, you know, that helps. Um, but, I mean, I think I was like, if you're not going to, if you're not going to invest in your customers. Yeah. And give them a better game. Then what the hell is this for? Then what the, like, what the hell, like, like, why, like, why open the doors every day? Yeah. Like, is it to make, is it just to make money? Like there's easier ways to make money than owning a game store. I promise you. Right. It's like it's like one of the hardest ways to make money, um, and that was before distribution played games with all these boxes. Yeah. Um. You know, I I just if you if you care about your customer and if you respect your customers, and I think I do, you should carry flesh and blood. Yep. If you are here to make money, first of all, close your damn store and go open a different business there's way better businesses to make money at than an lgs you know i quit my job and i have an lgs right never mind you're doing great and um <laughs> you know you know i just i think that is to me that to me has been like the point that i don't think people understand about flesh and blood yeah it's not a demand like at least in my opinion it's not a matter of opinion I think it's an objectively better game. I can tell you this. It is, it's an objectively more balanced game. Well, the, <laughs> the argument, I want to be clear, clear, though. You know, the argument that Sam was breaking wasn't, is it a better game or not? He never right. said that. And I absolutely very clearly, I, I, he uh, apparently believes that Flesh and Blood is a better game based on that never saying that. And that wasn't the point of the conversation. So I think Sam's argument is valid in that I think what he is saying is that, and like, listen, like, you know, I won't say white game because it was a private conversation. I talked to a different game. And they were like, if you could change one thing about Flesh and Blood, what would it be? And I said, if you're the 51st best player of Flesh and Blood, congratulations, you get nothing. Yeah. Maybe you get an invitation to Vegas, maybe Orlando, but like the 51st, like frankly, like the fifth best player. Right. The, the prize like, because because they are scheduled to do the prize pools and they're that's where they're going. What's left for the common person that's like, not winning? We have some players in my store that are highly competitive. We have a bunch going to road to national, going to nationals. Um, they're all going to win. They're all going to beat your team. Except for no, my team's going to dominate. I can't wait. We got jerseys. We have jerseys in Vegas. It's great. Uh, so here's my thing, and I, I I I see what you're saying. I I understand your point. I I think what you get if you really love Flesh and Blood, if you really is you get to engage in a in a trading card game that you love that cares about being a trading card game, and like that's like for me that's important. Like that's one of the reasons that I stopped doing Magic the Gathering is like I didn't feel like Magic the Gathering respected me as a player. I felt like they just respected my wallet. They, don't. they just respected my wallet. Right. And like, this is, what I, that. but like when, when I see the same thing and I asked Sam, to, I hope he will. 
I asked Sam to do a, a, an interview with me. I'd love to have when you see when you mess when you go to him, tell him George went. Why don't says, you just text him? You guys are best years. friends, right? You guys are you know you know the famous Magic the Gathering player. Tell him George went says go Beloit Buccaneers. If I, you do that, I'm dead serious. I want to be in an interview with you. Yeah, do not no, absolutely. Do, do not betray me like you did with your spoilers. Apparently, we can have him on the May the Zoo be with you. Um, sorry, did you want me to acknowledge your joke? Uh, I what? I don't know what means. I viewers do. I think that um, I, I do think LSS needs to consider, and, and maybe the answer to them for L. And I really believe this. I really believe LSS would look at it and say, "No, the Armory kits and the Armory store—that's the casual player." Which is great. I, I think there's some things that we can do to make it easier for casual players, uh, you know, and more appealing for I, players. So, Look, I think maybe we read his comments differently. Yeah, I don't think prizes are going to solve the problem. I think what he's saying. Not what I'm saying. Oh, go ahead. What I'm saying is go back. I, I think go back to 1994, 1995. Are you How alive? I, I was three. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yeah, I was born in 92. Go back to... Yeah, yeah, dude, you're old. <laughs> go back... Go back to when you were 20. And... <laughs> and... Uh, conversation sucks. Where's Meg? <laughs> go back and think about how Magic the Gathering started. And how do we do more of that? How do you take what Joey Senate's doing with the the decks and how do you multiply that? How do you take what Saints doing with getting decks into people? And now it's not just getting decks into people's hands, but helping people learn how to play. How do you go? I, I brought up college. How do you make the game younger from the average player base right now? Um, the average viewer on my channel is 32 years old or something like that. How do you grow the game younger and how do you help people get involved in the game in a more grassroots way. LGSs are great. LGSs are great, but relying on just the LG, I think here's, here's maybe this is my hot take. Relying on just the LGSs will get you this far. And we're there. How do you get it past just the LGSs? Because the world doesn't happen in the confines of, are you hearing my dogs in the background? They're growling. That's fine. Yeah. Better than last I, week. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> if they're out there, they'll bark. Um, how do you, you know, I, I really believe that this is as far as LGSs are, are going to take the game. Now it's how do we grow past the, don't get me wrong, how do we grow past the LGS? How do you grow to the players who won't come into an Armory event? I never went no, to Friday Night Magic. wrong take. This is, this is, this is, this is a bad take. You're wrong. Well, let me finish it. It can be a bad take, but let me finish it. I never went to Friday Night Magic in college. I went like two or three times to Friday Night Magic. I played Magic around the college dorm room with my friends casually. And if I looked at flesh and blood right now and I saw the calling and it's a huge tournament, that's not what would sell me on flesh and blood. What would sell me on flesh and blood is somebody coming up to me and being like, Hey, let's learn this game. Here's a cool game. Let's let me teach it to you. And so lean into those people, lean into those attitudes, lean into helping those things succeed and grow. Um, yeah, they just need, like, here's it. the answer. You need more better LGSs. That's it. Yeah, I mean, that's not... Uh, that's look, I, I, I'm not convinced that LGSs want to do work. I mean, like, here, like, here's the good news and bad news for LSS. The ones that aren't doing work are going out of business anyway. Yeah, that's true. 
Like, you know, it's like, you know, you want to go out of business, carry just magic for gathering and like fleece your customers. Right. Like, you know, like, listen, tails will be a hundred bucks or 110 bucks in my store, depending on what my distributor charges me. If you have to buy uh, like, unlimited with it. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> I'm like already cranky. Uh, and it's like past my bedtime. Um, but like, you know, it's. These stores that do these stores that fleece their customers are going to get what's coming to them, and I think they're getting it. Yep, I agree. I think I'm, it. You're not hearing me though. I'm saying, how do you grow past the LGS? And the I don't LGS, think you can. The, you can. The LGS model is fantastic. How do you get? Fine. Okay. Fine. How do you get more people into the LGS? That's. Well, I think the, there's two the, questions. I think the I think the first question is, do you get more people into the existing LGSs, which I'm not sure LSS can do a lot of, but they can also take on more LGSs. Right, but but for me, my question is, road to nationals. I don't think was a hey, you're going to get new people who haven't been to your LGS type thing. I don't think I that don't, was the point of road to nationals. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. But for the last three months. Sorry, how long is last two months? Is that how long we've been bumping road to nationals in the calling? The last two months, the last month, the last whatever, and the next month, it's all going to be road to nationals in the now the calling. So, what can you do to get people to say, "Hey, I want to go to this store because they carry this game that I saw," and they're already doing a lot more social media and stuff like that. Yeah. And this is where I know you're, it's going to sound like a joke, but things like Commander. Right, Commander brings people who don't go to an LGS into an LGS to go yeah. get cards. To all go my, get all, like my customers do two things with Magic: they draft and play Commander. Right. I have nobody else who plays anything else. That, Literally, my answer to Sam, my question to Sam is: Okay, I agree, but what if you want the game to succeed? What is something that's like Commander that can be a more casual format to bring people in? I actually, thought that's what this was intended to be. I have no clue. Like, I don't know. Maybe. All right, James White, post in the comments below. Was it, that the point of Blitz? Because I think it was. And also, it, make me direct. Continue. I think it's probably the point of Blitz. I think that's been yeah. probably unanimously understood. I I guess so. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. I If that's what it is, that's what it is. I just don't think it's different enough. The gameplay is the same. Enough. I disagree with you. That's fine. Um, you're wrong. And um, I... I think Sam's larger point is valid that I do like, listen, I think it will be a harder game to grow than magic because it's harder and more balanced. Like this is the downside of perfectly balanced. There's not a deck, right? Like yeah. I can tell you one or two or three decks that win everything in magic, the gathering with very few exceptions. And it's actually a good game. And you actually have hard. to know how to play your deck. It doesn't just play itself. Which yeah. were all his points. His point was that magic plays itself. That's my right. favorite part. Yeah. I, like that's why I like that's why people are like, oh, he's just a hater. I'm like, y'all did not read very well. Like his point was not magic is amazing, flesh and blood is terrible. That was not his take at all. At so, all. Again, like I come back to though, like how do you because the people who do play love it. So how do you get more people through the door? to try the game out to the stores that are willing to teach it. Well, something and, that I think LSS could do is I've talked to a few stores who are like, you know what? I'm going to have Monday, Monday afternoon at from two to four be flesh and blood time. I'm like, why bother? Yeah. Like for the, for the two customers that are in your store on Monday between two and four, like if you're going to carry the game, carry the game. If not, don't. Right. 
Like, tell people, you know, you know how like Friday Night Magic, do Saturday Night Fab, right? Like that's like that, listen, my store every Saturday, Fab. Yeah, no, it's become Friday and Saturday at Fab. Because <laughs> like we just have these players show up, like I'm here to draft Fab, and I'm like, uh, it's Friday. Um, but like Saturday is Fab Day. Like Inse- I'm like, and you get incentivized. People that. are allowed in my store, but like it is a Fab Day. Yeah. You got to incentivize that. Like, I think for stores, like the upcoming Blitz decks for, for Tails, like, I think if you're a new store, buy a bunch of those decks, buy a bunch of those decks, do do a free event, make it $13, whatever the MSRP for the allocated on my decks, which I did not expect. Nice. Do a, I'm sure they'll keep them printed. They have, I mean, you can get Monarch decks. So do an event, make it Blitz, make it the, the Blitz decks only, the Hero Blitz decks only, and run an event that way. Make it, you know, your entry fee is you get the free blitz deck or you get the blitz deck and then have somebody there to teach. And I think this said one, of, I don't know if I said this, I can't remember what I've said already in this podcast, but I think these blitz decks are going to be the easiest to learn decks that LSS has created so, thus far. Here's what, So From, shout out to my stores. Here's what we do. We give you a blitz deck and a pack. Oh, that's cool. So you get something to rip open. And, it, and that's done real well for us. Yeah. That's a new player deck. That's a new player deck. Well, I'm sure we'll do it for Tails. We've done it for every other set. That's cool. All my ideas are. I, okay. I, I just want something else. I, I guess that's my heart. I, 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 want something I, really... to, I want something that makes it exciting for somebody. Basically, how do you get the person to go from, I was a Magic the Gathering fan, and I saw a Rudy video, and I instantly said, I want that, so I'm going to go to the store. What about, get, what about kitchen table TCG video? Let's hype up. Let's hype up the channel, baby. Yeah, they saw my video. I'm sure yeah, that. There you happen. go. There yeah. you go. You're better or, marketing. Or I saw a. I, I did a. Flesh and Blood did a Facebook targeted ad, and they targeted Magic the Gathering players. They targeted uh, people who like. Um, what's the game I always compare this to? Uh, uh, what's that video game? Not Bloodborne. No idea what you're talking about. None. The, the video game. The yeah, I always do this. I always forget this on the channel. You're doing great. I know. They, they target video game academia? players. To say, yeah. They target video game players who play similar games at Flesh and Blood. You know, it's similar to whatever. And they say, oh, man, what is this game? Where can I get it? And what can I do? And instead of when they research it, it's all road to nationals, all high competitive event. It's this is a casual thing. Come and play. That's I, what I'm saying. I don't agree. I think okay. it's up to stores, but that's fine. All right. I, you know what? Let's that's fine. That's fine. That's a fair point. I'm. I'm very new to being a store, so that's a fair point. That is this a fair is point. Maybe, maybe that's not a st- that's that's a store's responsibility. You, I'll give you I'll give you some tips after the podcast. Okay, Thanks. so let's go back to Vegas. Cool. So, what do I want from Vegas? Like, what do, what do you what do you, what do you what are you looking for? I'm looking to have a good time. Like, I'm looking to like. <laughs> right. right. I'm here for a good time, baby. No, right, I'm just right, like honestly. Then. What buffet are you most excited about? I want the best Chinese. I'm not going to a buffet. It's <laughs> I know I don't want to be Mitch, but it's COVID. I'm not going to a buffet. Are buffets even open right now? Yeah. Really? What are you going to Vegas for if you're not going to the buffets? I want to eat Chinese food every day. That's what I want. I love Chinese food. What? Yeah. I'm gonna eat Chinese food probably every day. I might try pizza, but what I don't know. What's the Vegas food? They have like the world's best buffets. That's the thing. Really? Yeah. I know nothing about Vegas. The only thing I know about Vegas is from The Hangover. Great movies. Yeah. All three. Don't <laughs> at me. Even three want, was great. If you want to know my knowledge about Vegas, just watch 
right. so before so tonight, Boo Boo, you need to go. No, this is not going to happen. You need to go research what buffets you want to go to. I'm going to do whatever the Discord server tells me to do. That's my goal. I'm going to. I'm oh, literally. That's a mistake. <laughs> not no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Food wise, I'm going to say, "Hey, I'm hungry. Where are we going?" And people are going to say, "We're here." And then I'm going to go there if it's within walking distance. I'm not getting in the car. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm shooting from my hip here. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to have a good time. I'm not going to have a schedule. I'm going to play lots of games of flesh and blood. I'm going to bring, uh, Munchkin. I'm going to bring Munchkin and I'm going to play games of Munchkin. Um, the TCG one, cause it's going to be funny. Is that PVE? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, I'm going to hang out with people. I'm going to experience the fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose lots of game of, of flesh and blood. I'm gonna try to buy things. Um, I don't know what I'm buying. I don't know cold foils. I don't know what you're buying either. There's like there's seven vendors, and like one of them is oh, fireball. The other is not buying anything from vendors. And the other five I've never heard of. I'm gonna buy things from people. I'm sure there will be people selling cards. I don't know, man. I I, I'm just I'm excited. I'm going at it blind, man. I'm, I'm like I haven't thought about. it. I've been too busy getting stuff done so I can go to Vegas. I've been trying you to. Look, you need to look at those buffets. That is, like, been, that is all you need to worry about tonight. Is like what buffets you're going to. You send me a list of buffets, and I'll go to all of them. Do I need to Google for you Las Vegas buffets? Like, I guess I can do that. You but like, I feel like I believe more, in you. You seem way more upset about it than I do. Go to the Bellagio. The Bellagio. That sounds expensive. Bring bring your credit card. It's it's, it's a good. You'll you'll pay for it. I so when I was in, I did a um, I did a uh summer thing out in LA when I was in law school and my best friend drove me out that flew me out, flew out there and we drove back uh, to Tulane where I went to law school together. Shout out to new Orleans. And we went through Las Vegas and we did a whole tour through Texas uh, to do the barbecue stops. Ooh. And we've spent, I think three or four days in Las Vegas. I have never felt more fat in my life than after Las Vegas. I mean, like, that's great. I, 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 I know this will shock like everybody. I'm the fattest that I've ever been in my life now. So oh. it'll be a great time to go to Vegas. Oh. Las Vegas buffet is paradise. I am very excited to eat food. Uh, the, that I can tell you. Uh, yeah. I don't mean like I, I, I anticipate going and hanging out with people and going with the flow. You, know you play card games at the buffet tables. Don't let they, if they tell you no. Just be like, you don't know me. Do you know who so I am? You don't even have I'm to Louis. Leave. You don't even have to leave. No. Um, and then I'm going to vlog my whole experience. And at, no, like, at, this is me eating crab legs as I go chain on you. And at, at 11 o'clock, when everybody goes out to do whatever people do in Vegas, I'm going to go back to my hotel room and edit. Vlogs. Your group is wild, Louie. They were wild in Orlando, Florida. Uh, they were wild. They yeah. were wild in Orlando, Florida. I yeah. will be praying for you the entire time you're in Las Vegas. No need. I mean, I appreciate that, but okay, I, good. No need. I, I I've got a, it. I have. Hope a, you heard that, Lord. I have a vlog <laughs> to edit. That's my. That's gonna Maybe be my. That's excuse. why they have the hat now. Keeps the ego. You know, keeps the head a little bit smaller. Yeah, it just keeps tightening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not, I'm looking forward to having fun. I'm looking forward to playing the game. I'm. I'm gonna take lots of pictures of lots of people playing the game and make lots of memes about nobody playing the game. And uh, very original. I'm sure you'll be the yeah. only one to think of that hot take. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, yeah, the entire spoiler season has been pretty much that, right? Like everyone getting ready for that. 
I don't know, man. I, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I'm looking are forward. You, to it. Are you playing in the tournament? I am. I'm, I'm gonna. My goal is to win two games. Not gonna happen. Maybe you get, you get two buys. Maybe you, know, you, know, you get two buys. My buddy Robbie, who's not gonna listen to this podcast, my buddy Robbie's coming. He's probably played. He's playing with Katsu, which is like not the easiest hero. To I know this is funny coming off the same conversation, but not the easiest hero. You got to know combos. You got to know how to block. So he plays Katsu. Yeah. So he's playing Katsu. I bet you he's played a combined total of like four CC games. You're playing in the you're playing in the tails event too, aren't you? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm heck yeah. That should be my first answer. I'm super excited to crack packs. I want you to know win. this is very uncharacteristic of me. I am praying that you open up the Fable Pack One, dude. That'd be great. I hope. I hope that Pack break. One you crack that Fable, and I hope it's the Ark Knight Shard Part Two. <laughs> Do you know the Fable? Have you just been hiding that from me too? <laughs> I can't. I cannot disclose that information. You know the Fable? I do not know the Fable. I don't think anybody. I I think I'm convinced that the only person that knows the fable in the set is James White. Yeah, that 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 could actually be true. You know what I mean, like he doesn't tell anybody, and he just like designs the whole set. Then he's like, "Guys, I got a secret card," and the secret card nobody knows about, and it's a fable. And then LFS is like watching all these videos of people. So, <laughs> this is not the topic. Then we'll then we'll go on to the MetaZoo minute here, as it's been an hour. Um, do you think? Uh, are you? Do you think they should go back to gems, or do you think they should go stick with landfall? I hope it goes back to gems. I think. Yeah, me too. I think it'll be landfall. My gut says that the fable will be something that utilizes all three of the mechanics, so you'll see yeah, me too. something that's yeah. like lightning, ice, Captain and... Planet, huh? Captain Planet. What is Captain Planet? Is this a boomer thing? Wait, what? What is Captain Planet? I, I don't know what you're looking for. I don't know what Captain Planet is. All right. I'm, I'm going to go look at Gravestones when we're done with this. When you're done, Google Captain Planet Boomer Comics or Boomer Boomer Cartoons. Really? Are you for real? No. He's our hero. He's going to turn pollution down to zero. I have no clue what you're talking about. All right. Title of the podcast, Captain Hero. <laughs> Captain Planet. Captain Planet. Uh, I think it's one of it's like some sort of. Are you of serious? I'm dude. I don't know what you're. I still don't know what you're talking about. Like you're like I don't know how to react to this because I have no clue what you're talking. Captain about. Planet. He's our hero. He's gonna bring pollution down to zero. It's like these like four or five idiot kids, and they all have like these rings, and they're all like, I am, I am like, you know, Earth and wind and some other nonsense. And I was like, bam, I was Captain Hero gets watching. called, and he comes and. Kills the bad guy and kills pollution. I was probably watching Teletubbies while you were watching Captain Hero. Do you, I can't believe this. <laughs> Put in the comment section if you know who Captain Planet is. What the hell? Really? I've never. I've, I've never not known something as much as I don't know what this is. Yeah, like I, like you could speak Chinese and I would understand this better. Put, do like a third window thing and, and 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 Google Captain Planet for me. Right now, as we're doing this live. No, because you're gonna mess it up and the audio yeah, gets messed mess up. It it'll up. Be yeah, bad. it'll be bad. <laughs> uh, wow, yeah, this, is, this is really depressing. I'm I not gonna we lie. Need to move on from Captain Planet. <laughs> I think I'm so fable, depressed. I think the fable will encompass all three things, or it will be the shard. I like the shard idea, <laughs> but the shard does not need it financially. Anyway. 
Are we going to move on to the Medizu Minute? You're just shaking God, your head. Better, like, all right. Put in the comment section what you think my tombstone should say. Um, so, Mondo 1K. Uh, that, was a, that was a trick question. If you, if you said anything other than Mondo 1K, you should know me better. So we're an hour and seven minutes into the episode, and you this is the first time you've mentioned Mondo 1K. That's not true. I said right in the beginning. When it's during Wall Street. I don't think so. I did. Comment section, let us know. Okay. I did. Moving on. Okay. Medizu Minute. So, Mike... Metazoo Mike, Metazoo Hero Mike, putting out some spice this week, Louie. What did he put out? He put, first of all, let's talk about like the amazing pin set. I'm all in. I got my first ever D Bruise uh, shirt on the way from Kanye collab. My second D Bruise shirt will be Metazoo. I'm hyped for that. But that's not what I want to talk about. Okay. He basically said, I have heard all of your complaints about the prices from a certain retailer that happens to have a fireball in it. Hmm. And we are going to address it. What does that mean? So here's the way I interpreted this. Let me be very clear here. I have not talked to Mike about this Discord statement. I don't want to know. I took that as, A, if you knuckleheads don't stop this nonsense... I'm going to remember this when my contract is up. Mm. Do we have any like, how listen, long that this contract is? This is the first is? time that I can think of that a game has called out Channel Fireball by name. By uh, name. Like, <laughs> there was no interpretation needed on this. They didn't say, like, all of you stores that were gouging, I'm going to be mad at you. They were like, this store is doing naughty things. Yeah. I, it, I, I mean... Great. That's awesome. I hope it happens. I, I hate the whole thing where it's like they and they did this with Monarch. A store did this with Monarch uh, where it's like oh, they come out with a price and then they come out with a new price and then there's another price and there's like Can it's you just like imagine it's like how different game, it's like this game that a scalper plays on eBay to get the maximum value of their stuff. You, you've seen this with some MetaZoo first edition stuff. Where people put it on eBay and they've got four or five of them, and then they get bought out, and then they put more and raise the price. Like that's a game that scalpers play on eBay, not that a major retailer should be playing with boxes of a game of a new game that people need to play to get into the game. Like, can, can you it. imagine how different this would have been if somebody had said to them, "If I see you raise prices of Monarch above two fifty, I'm gonna be you're gonna be on my poop list." Yeah, well, I mean, right now you can the get market today. Fireball, right now you can get Channel Fireball promo Metazoo boxes for five hundred dollars. On like it's it, sorry, I said Channel Fireball. Everybody knew that anyway. I don't care. I don't like. I don't. I think we're allowed to say Channel Fireball. They don't. They don't own me. Yeah, I I love the idea of Channel Fireball. Here's what I like about Channel Fireball. I love that they do. That's because you That's because they're your sponsor now. That's why you they're love this. Is the, this is the new. This is the new shilling. This no, is the new shilling. I love that they're going to the calling and becoming the shilling. I love that they do content for games. I love that they support content creators in the games that they're around, and that that shouldn't be taken lightly. That's an expense. Like it costs money to get DM Armada to do a video for you. I'm sure. I don't know how much it costs. Um, it costs money to do. I mean, Red Zone. They do. They support content creators with codes. They do all that stuff. That's fantastic, and that's great. I don't think that that warrants raising the cost they're making plenty of they would have made plenty of money off of first edition metazoo and monarch selling at retail pricing 
Yeah, I, mean, I believe that one of their people actually said retail pricing in one of the podcasts. So I think we might be allowed to say it now, but I'm not going to anyway. Um, right. Like, like, but like, they, listen, like you can make you can make a good profit yeah. on selling MetaZoo at the right price. Yep. I'm not going to tell you how much I can make on a box, but like yeah. much healthier. It's, oh, it's actually, it's the highest margin box I carry. Yeah. I mean, like, and that's the... That's the frustration to me is that it is, it is already set up to be extremely financially solvent for a solvent. Is that the right word for an LGS for a store for anybody? And it cuts people out of the game and it makes everybody else raise their prices. It makes That's everybody else raise it, That's it, it, the problem. Everybody thinks the right price is Channel Fireball minus $25. And it makes people who sell at MSRP feel bad. Like I'm that, going, I'll be honest. Like on, I on, sold my boxes of Monarch. If you bought it online for me during my bundles, it was $150. If you bought it in store, it was $100. Yeah. And this was when Channel Fireball was charging five and six hundred dollars. That feels you know bad. How much sleep I lost over me doing the math of how many boxes I sold at 150 that I could have easily, easily gotten 400 for. Yep. But like, listen, it's crappy for the game to do that. It's crappy for the game to gouge people. Yep. That is how you don't grow a game. Well, in 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 defense of uh, one, I don't, I don't want to defend them, but in defense, I, it is annoying that like, if you put it up for a hundred bucks, is it going to get bought out by scalpers and then put on for a higher price? That's annoying. I think then there's invest, a middle ground. Invest in tools like, to prevent that. Invest in tools to prevent that. If you're a major retailer that's getting thousands and thousands of boxes, then invest in the tools to prevent that. Like, it's not that hard to just have a guy that's like looking through the orders and being like, no, I'm not sending 800 boxes to this address. It's, it, I also think, like, for me, it's just, like, there's a middle ground between $100 and $500. I can put a limit on my website. I am a nobody. I am literally True. the opposite of a person that matters. I can I can put a, a limit. It costs me $2 a month to add that tool to my website. To put a limit. I have it on my website, and I don't even sell boxes online. Yeah, I don't it's, get like not boxes. That, it's not rocket science. No. It, it, you, no. I can search for an address and cancel orders. It's not... I'm an individual. I'm one person. It's not that hard to prevent scalpers. Like, like I also like, I don't like my, like, you know, I haven't talked to him about this, but like, I will bet you Mike did not get a ton of complaints at 150 a box. Yeah. I bet you he got a ton of complaints at 500 a box. Yeah. And like, cause like, listen, one is like, it's a fair price, a high price, but like not an unfair price for a hot box. Well, the other is how much blood can I get from this turnip? They are also a distributor, right? Like, I mean, like, they are also a distributor, and like, I that like, I'll be honest, as no, a store, and like, Elgis is getting close. Elgis is getting close too. That does not that does not feel good. Yeah, it, yeah. And with the pro, I mean, with the LSS, it's with the promos and all that stuff. I, I mean, I, I wish like, we were. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna this. get like cut to the bone on Nightfall, and they're gonna be like handing it out like it's like it's on a Christmas tree. This is the type of stuff that makes that conversation we had last week with the Kickstarter thing. Like, I wish that if you were an individual and you wanted to buy a bunch of boxes, you could just pay us for the boxes. Yep. <laughs> it would be so much. It, yep. I, I don't know. Uh, it's I, like, I am team, like I am team LSS and 
MetaZoo could absolutely do a Kickstarter still. Like nothing yeah. has changed in my math. So I love that he called him out. I love that he made a post about it. That I, is I like will, I, I will love that it is more. Ballsy, Louis. That oh, is like do, that takes some chutzpah. Yeah, no, it's great. This is why Mike is the goat. You I will be more glad about it when boxes are when it works. I I I'll be like my trust in Mike has not wavered. Oh, no, no, no. The the issue is, and I don't want to get into it. The the issue is what happens when Channel Firewall just says, okay, fine. The nice thing is go to Star City Games. Go go to go or, to go or, or or go to Compete Sport. Or go to Compete Sport. Or yeah, go to Compete Sport can buy the same amount of boxes as Channel Fireball can. I love it. His check will not bounce. Uh, compete Sport, you know, we did a Genesis bundle. You do the Compete Sport. Uh, and I will tell you, bundle. it will be at, it will be at retail or a price that they think is fair. I already asked for. I, did I tell you this? I asked for twenty four hundred boxes <laughs> of of Nightfall <laughs> from both distributors. <laughs> it's great because it's only at one distributor. I'm glad you guys called no, Southern. Like Golden. Golden. Oh, Golden, that's true. I, I have a request. I asked for so many from Golden. I'm like, <laughs> Golden's like, we're not getting that many. Golden's like, good luck, boys. <laughs> no, but like, I, I, I do think that this world is changing. We've talked about hating the distribution model anyway. The like, world's changing. changing. It, it, I mean, here's the thing with me if you don't want to use Compete Sport, and I'm not sure why you wouldn't, frankly, Mike, but like, if you don't want to use Compete Sport, which you should, you have a beautiful warehouse in Las Vegas. Go direct. I wonder if he was like, hey, I'm going to use Compete Sport, and then it was like six months after Monarch release, and he went to your website, and it still had the Genesis card yep. up, and was like, I don't think this I can't even get rid of it. I'm convinced that's why I didn't get a spoiler this time, because they were like, that idiot couldn't figure out how to get off his website the last time. How can I give him one this time? Uh, no, I think Where the did my website changing. get me dirty? I think the world's changing, and I think that there's ways uh, the Ruby bundle was at MSRP. I mean, that was great. Oh, was for MetaZoo. For MetaZoo. Yeah. yeah. For MetaZoo. I don't think that's true. Uh, that's not true. It's not? No. I feel like it was close. It, it was, was not, it was not the thousand dollars that, that the, the, the <laughs> that monarch bundle was. was. So like, I am well, like, I, I think those things are really important. Like, I think it's, I think as a, I like that he's looking into it and made a comment about it. I wish that, all games would do that. I wish all games would would try as hard as they can. I get it. As a game developer, you probably like it when your box is selling for five hundred dollars on eBay. I, I would I would love it if somebody was like selling my kitchen table TCG playmat for five hundred dollars. That would make me feel great. What I the the short side of that is is like people don't need my kitchen table TCG playmat in order to play the game. <laughs> they need the yeah, card. I mean, like I don't know if Michael do. I don't know what Michael do about it, but like I think. I think, like, listen, I think that games need to figure out how they're going to handle this new dynamic. Like, yeah. you know, we have, well, I'll say, like, you know, Channel Fireball is trying to become the Amazon of the CCG world. They now have distributors. Yeah. They now have a competitor for TCG player. They're now going, uh, I mean, yeah. they have all these, you know, they're, they're selling boxes, they're selling singles. They're not selling singles, they're subsidiary selling singles. They're subsidiary selling binder POS. Uh, I think it's a subsidiary, if not, it's a related company uh, that has Binder POS, so that all these other stores can start using them. I'm part of Binder POS now. Uh, I mean, like I did it, you know, because I need I need boxes. Yeah, like uh, this is not, you know, I think games might start to realize 
this might not be very healthy. Well, the thing is, it could be so healthy. Channel Fireball. Can it be? Those things, I think a, a, comp- a competitor to TCG player is beautiful. TCG player, TCG player, their setup for sellers sucks. When you can't, when you are yeah. a online retail network for a millions of uh, thousands of stores, and you don't yep. have a way to print shipping labels from your freaking website, that's yep. that's that's stupid. I'm sorry, like yep. there's no better word for that. That's lazy and stupid, and you're not trying to be good at all. You're you have to try to fail at that. I love the idea of a competitor to that. And there's so much money in that. It's unbelievable. You know what? Oh, it's unbelievable. It's like, it's unbelievable. Like, there's a reason that Channel Fireball is not going to sell singles anymore and is going to be this because you make more money if you're this. And you do nothing. And you do nothing. You make it, you make a you program. opposite of nothing. You, you, you try to break things if you're a TCG player. That's, that has to be what they're trying to do. You have to have yep. zero conversation about how to make your business better if you're a TCG player. Um, I didn't. I didn't know I was going to rag on TCG TCG players so much. I didn't realize how angry you. I was. <laughs> but like the problem with channel, hated with, within the problem with what I have with what Channel Fireball is doing right now is like there's a difference between like making money and like they can make a lot of money and do it right. They can make a lot of money and do it right. They they're trying really to make a metric. It. They're trying to make a metric poop ton of money doing it this way. And yeah. in in the process, they're spilling poop over everyone else who's like trying to get the cards to play the game. I think also LGSs have to stop thinking that they should set the market. That channel fireball should. Yeah, yeah but I mean, like I think, listen, like I, it it would not have felt right to sell Monarch at four hundred fifty five hundred dollars a box in store or online for me. Yeah, and like that is not that is not my brand. Right. And I think stores need to think. No disrespect to Sasso, I, I, I respect Sasso. I really do. I think he's built a hell of a business. Um, but I do think stores need to say that is Sasso's brand. How do I protect my brand? Yeah. And like my brand is like if you if you are a player in my store, your boxes. Or a hundred bucks. It might be one ten this time because of distribution costs. I'm sorry, everybody, but like it will be in that range, right? Um, I can tell you right now, it won't be one fifty. It won't be one eighty. I don't care if Channel Fireball goes two fifty. And we're talking about tails right now. Everyone. Tails. I, I, you know, for Nightfall, it'll be one forty. That's MSRP. Yep. Mike says, "Don't let if I catch you selling above MSRP, you're getting a whooping. I don't want a Mike whooping." Yep. And again, no, mine will be 140. Plenty of money in that. We're not yeah. talking about we're not talking about unlimited flesh and blood right now, where you know stores are selling it for 60 nope. bucks and you can't make any money selling it for 60 bucks. Shout out to collector store. Shout out to collector store who it would be cheaper to buy from, from, from distributors in some cases. In my case, almost almost exclusively. <laughs> yep. Doing great, everybody. I mean, like, that is what's so baffling about the <laughs> MetaZoo boxes for me. The margins are margins are unbelievable on MetaZoo. Yeah, they're as great. As, as long as they're selling at MSRP, which, you know, it, it's seemingly that MetaZoo is going to sell at MSRP forever. Yeah. So, like, I, you don't, yeah, Mike Mike will whoop you. Um, no, I'm saying that it won't sell under. No. It's not an unlimited box that's no. selling for under. I, I mean, like, you know, I think. It is the first sign that there might be some friction between a game and Channel Fireball. 
which is great because Chingo Fireball needs a, a little slice of humble pie. Yeah, the, I mean, they, listen, they need they need the whole damn thing. The, the um, problem is that the consumer doesn't. The problem is the consumer is trapped. I still don't have all of my tails allocations. <laughs> I forgot that I've bought boxes of Chingo Fireball. Of course. <laughs> I am a terrible consumer. I am part of the problem. Tails comes out in what? Two weeks? Oh, two and a half weeks? Yeah, I know. I <laughs> still don't have my allocation yes. from both distributors. Yeah. And meanwhile, Channel Fireball is able to sell it already. How they... do you want me, like, like, you know, this is the problem. It's like the consumer is trapped because they can't buy it from me at a reasonable price. Because I, I already said, oh, when are you going to do your boxes? When I know how many I'm getting, baby. I can't sell you what I don't have. Right. I won't yeah, do that, it. That is easily, I think, a, a super easy way for a company to solve that issue is to make sure that all stores get allocation at the same time. And that's never going to happen in the current model. That's never going to happen. Because with George, George, you're going to get your allocation before I get my allocation. Yeah. So even on and that You model, will get yours before Mick gets his, is my gut. Okay. Well, yeah, so he can sell singles when he gets the the cards. Who cares? I mean, like this is the problem, right? Is that yeah. like it is? I mean, like Louis, it's two and a half weeks, and like I first of all, it's just like thank God I can afford it. Like I'm gonna have to wire tens of thousands of dollars for boxes. Yeah, without being able to pre-sell them or do anything with it. Yeah. Yep. Good luck. I I'll need luck. Trust me. Just wait till they tell me I get all the boxes I ordered. I'll have to sell my house. Good thing I fixed the basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's fixed don't do that do not i'm getting ready to go to vegas do not even make me worried about it your wife calls me my house is my house is linking and i have a baby on the way she's like it's just my wife's gonna call she's gonna be like i don't know if i'm in labor or if the house is leaking there's water coming in. there's water coming out of everywhere This podcast has gone downhill. It's gone downhill. It started downhill. We're, just like, we're now subterranean. Uh, I hope that I hope that something happens. I, I don't have much. I mean, I hope something happens with Medizu. It seems like there's a lot of confidence in that. Uh, I, I think it's hard for uh, it's hard when like Channel Fireball well, is doing what these contracts look like right. Like that is the question. Is like does Channel Fireball have LSS for the next three years, or is their contract up soon? Well, and like, and like I, does MetaZoo have a contract that's like less long? Like, we just don't it, know that. It's tough too because you don't know what it looks like for the calling. And it, it, I mean, if, if part of the Channel Fireball contract is that they are managing the calling and that's, and then they can sell, it's okay if they sell boxes, then that's okay, I guess. Like, but if Channel Fireball is also making a money on the calling, then like, I don't know. It's like such a weird world. Uh, I don't know. I, okay. I, I I know this. I'm glad that I don't have to make the decisions because I'm not sure that I would make the right ones. I but want for, you to know from I'm my perspective. I agree I, with you. Huh? I'm also glad you don't make the decisions. I'm, I agree yeah. with you. From my perspective, it seems like things are off if, the, if this is the way that they are. All right. That does it, boys. But you, that, you can sum up the podcast in that state, a sentence from our perspective, like, but we don't know the perspective from the other side. Um, but I don't know. That's right. it. This was it. This was it. This was fun. Mitch, we missed you. I missed you, Mitch. I'll be nice to Mitch. It's fine. You can be a George. George time. Yeah. George is the channel fireball of the podcast. All right, guys. Hey, everyone. May the zoo be. <laughs> and also with your wife. 
<laughs> good day everyone thanks for being around hey if you want to interact with us go to uh the the discord and hang out in the may the zoo be with you discord uh segment that's been a lot of fun to chat with everybody and there are may the zoo be with you i hope to dude i can't wait to see may the zoo be with you um play mats at the calling if i see yeah, one of them, play mats continue i don't think i'm gonna see any of them but if i see one of them i'm gonna be very happy so all right everyone hope you have a great day remember the kind of people around you and may the zoo be with you and also with you Thank <laughs> you.